I was asked by uh, Major Smith to um, discuss the Alvarez case, and um, I was wondering why uh, it has such a prominent place in our training, in advanced officer training, um, and that it was um, part of uh, um, the uh, later uh, discussions and not part of actually the legal um, issues. And um, <clears throat> I think it really forces us uh, in uh, preparing for uh, command positions to remind us about um, the fact that although we're in the army or the guard or the reserves uh, and um, have to conform to the military code of ethics and the uniform code, at the same time, uh, we are United States citizens. And here is a case where there was a conflict uh, between the two. Um, so I'm going to talk about the case and then come back to that constitutional um, struggle. Um, and then I think it'll become clear why we were asked to specifically hone in on this particular uh, legal uh, case. In 2007, the facts of the case are uh, that Javier Alvarez, an elected member of a water district board in California, identified himself at a public meeting as a retired United States Marine who had been wounded in combat many times and had received the Congressional Medal of Honor. To quote, I'm a retired Marine of 25 years. I retired in the year 2001, unquote, he said at that meeting. Quote, back in 1987, I was awarded the Congressional Medal of Honor and I got wounded many times by the same guy, close inverted commas. None of Alvarez's claims were true. He never served in the Marine Corps or any branch of the military. He was never wounded in combat and has never received a medal of any kind, including the nation's highest military award, the Medal of Honor. Alvarez had previously boasted untruly that he played hockey for the Detroit Red Wings and that he once married a starlet from Mexico. Procedural history. After the FBI agents obtained a tape recording of the meeting, federal prosecutors charged Alvarez with two counts of violating the Stolen Valor Act. Alvarez's lawyer argued that the Stolen Valor Act was invalid under the First Amendment and therefore the case should be dismissed. So I'm going to go through the court, the trial court, and uh, basically what will, the, the, the issues will come out. In the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, uh, Judge Chief Judge Alex Kaczynski said the following, Saints may always tell the truth, but for mortals, living means lying. He said, and this was the majority opinion, that the Stolen Valor Act was an unconstitutional restraint on free speech and a threat to every citizen who lies or embellishes his or her image. Um, The court struck down both the 2005 Act of Congress, the Stolen Valor Act, 
and the fines and sentences meted out um, to this Pomona man convicted on criminal charges of falsely claiming to have been awarded the Congressional Medal of Honor. The Supreme Court then heard the argument in February of 2012, not long ago, um, because it was appealed by the state from the Ninth Circuit, the famous anti-Trump circuit, uh, to the Supreme Court. And on behalf of the United States, Donald Verrilli Jr., the Solicitor General of the United States, appeared. And Jonathan Libby, the Deputy Federal Public Defender, appeared on behalf of Alvarez. Now, to quote the Solicitor General, the military honors touch on the core values of the armed forces. So the Stolen Valor Act simply aims to protect those core values. This was his legal argument. This court has said in numerous contexts, numerous, that the calculated factual falsehood has no First Amendment value for its own sake. Alvarez, with the public defender, said, the First Amendment is intended to protect personal autonomy. In response to several questions by the Supreme Court justices, Libby played on the court's discontent with the apparent lack of harm not about the fact that we're protecting the image of the United States Army, but the lack of harm by stating there is a value in falsity so long as it doesn't cause imminent harm to another person or imminent harm to a government function. The First Amendment is intended to protect personal autonomy. Libby stumbled in the court's estimation, however, when he conceded that the act did not chill any truthful speech. On June the 28th of 2012, a divided Supreme Court held that the Stolen Valor Act's prohibition against making false statements of having been awarded a military medal violated the First Amendment. However, the six justices in the majority could not agree on a single rationale for the decision. The aftermath of the case was entering Interesting. Alvarez remained in legal trouble uh, due to allegations that he defrauded the government by falsely receiving health insurance benefits. He was convicted of misappropriation of public funds, grand theft and insurance fraud in 2009 and sentenced to five years in state prison and was discharged in March uh, 2012 from Calipatria State Prison. As a result of the Supreme Court Act, Congress initiated an effort to revise the Stolen Valor Act to comply with the Supreme Court's decision, however. This resulted in 2013 in the signing of the revised Stolen Valor Act. In addition to a wrongful claim of receiving one of the listed military awards, intent to gain some benefit or something of value by fraud was required besides the speech aspect. What's going on here and what was the conflict? Just let's look for a minute at the First Amendment. The First Amendment is the amendment to the United States Constitution guaranteeing the rights of free expression and action that are fundamental to democratic government. These rights include freedom of assembly, freedom of press, freedom of religion and freedom of speech. Free speech zones, also known as First Amendment zones or free speech cages or protest zones, 
are areas set aside in public places for the purpose of political protesting. The First Amendment to the United States Constitution states that Congress shall make no law abridging the right of people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. The existence of free speech zones is based on the United States court decisions stipulating that the government may, reg may regulate the time, place and manner, but not the content of expression. Historically, the Supreme Court has allowed for content-based restrictions on speech in few categories, including obscenity, defamation, fraud, and true threats. There is no general exemption for false statements, though the government argues that past cases show that false statements lack value and thus do not warrant First Amendment protection. The court acknowledges that protecting the Medal of Honor and its integrity is, is within the government's interest. However, for the First Amendment scrutiny, there needs to be a link between the harm prevented and the limitations of, the first, of free speech imposed. And the government did not show that link in the Alvarez case. The government did not address how the awards perception was diluted by these false representations or how counter speech against the appellant did not also achieve the government's interest. In the dissenting opinion, however, the justices noted the multiple laws outlawing perjury and Congress's previous laws regarding the use and manufacturing of military decorations without permission. In the concurrence, the justices agree that the law is overbroad, but Congress could create a narrower and acceptable law, which they did in 2013. In a nutshell, to summarize and to end, the legislative branch, Congress, passed the Stolen Valor Act of 2005, punishing those who misrepresented that they received the high military honors. The judicial branch, the Supreme Court of the United States in 2012, ruled that the, first, that the act was unconstitutional because it infringed on the right to free speech produced by the First Amendment. The executive branch, the Pentagon and the president, took action with a within a month of the Supreme Court's decision, establishing a government-funded rational database of medical citations phased in over time to enable verification of military honors and that website exists to this day and finally the legislative branch came back that is congress in considering the revision of the stolen act of 2011 which would make it a federal misdemeanor for anyone to benefit financially from false claims about military service records or awards that would include receiving health care benefits, government contracts or jobs reserved for veterans. This modified version of the law provides punishments for those seeking to profit strictly from false military service, but not a violation of the constitutional right of free speech. Thank you.